TheOAMNetwork.com. Another episode of Sports Sports Queued Up. I'm your host, Quentin Bailey. You can find us on the OAMnetwork.com. A lot to talk about, a lot of serious injuries in the NFL, a lot of shakeup in the college football playoff rankings. Um, so let's get at it. What we have, I'm going to start off here, is uh, we have a new boxing champion, super heavyweight, IBF, WBO, IBO, WBA, uh, unified champion, Klitschko. Lost for the first time in 10 years to Tyson Fury, 25-year-old. He's six foot nine. Uh, that's pretty much all I know about him, but I know he won. Funny thing that tripped me out about it, uh, he said that after the fight, he wasn't taking any drink that he didn't bring with him because Klitschko's camp poisons or uh, drugs his opponents. So he said he didn't want to take a chance of failing a drug test when he hasn't done anything. He hears how dirty they are. It tripped me out. Um, funny thing, I'm not a big boxing guy. Um, I grew up with Lennox Lewis and Mike Tyson, Holyfield and whatnot. Um, real heavyweights that seem to die off a little bit. Um, geared more to more more strategic boxing like uh Mayweather, you know, and um his era and whatnot. Uh but I really love the heavyweights as the heavyweight division kind of fell off. It seemed like boxing did at the same time as uh UFC jumped up and kinda of took the took the reins from boxing, because um, boxing was a very popular sport. Um from from the moment it started uh, I know since it became a spectrum, uh, a spectrum back in the 20s, the 30s, the 40s, the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, of course, and it kind of tailed off through the 90s until now. But we have a new world heavyweight champion, uh, so that's always worth mentioning. Uh, like I said, I am no boxing expert. I don't even think the boxing experts are boxing experts, but um, but it's worth mentioning because we do have a new world heavyweight champion. But I think the best part of the story was dude was so feared of being drugged that he said, if it's not in my bottle, I'd rather pass out from dehydration. And take anything anyone ever gave to me. So that kind of, I don't know, it amused me to a degree. Um, but, you know, that's boxing. That's the most amusing part of boxing is what happens after or before the matches, during the way downs and whatnot, as they try to incorporate a little WWE type of atmosphere to it, you know, the impersonalities and and whatnot. Personally, I'm just not a boxing fan, uh, but I love seeing heavyweights knock each other out. Um so what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to bring my best friend CJ onto the show. What's up, man? What's up, man? How you doing? Doing good, dude. Yeah. Happy to be here. Yeah, thank you for coming, man. I, I appreciate it. I appreciate it less this week than I did last week, but, you know, I appreciate you I'm all I'm leaving, same, man, right <laughs> now. <laughs> tired of your it. crap today. Yeah, it's all right, man. Uh, but uh, what do you think about Klitschko being the new world heavyweight champion? Man, if you didn't tell me, I would have no idea it happened, to be <laughs> honest. It is fun watching, a, a, you know, the bigger guys go at it, though, you know. That's always the best part of fighting is seeing heavyweights knock each other out. But I think the cool thing was I think boxing is trying to go to a – because it was on Channel 5 locally. Oh, wow. Um, so it wasn't a pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. And I think it worked for boxing to get there. No rating. one's going to pay to watch that. No, absolutely not because yeah. it's not popular enough mm-hmm. and it's definitely not worth the money. Right. Uh, people aren't paying for UFC and it's way more popular. True. And uh, so, you know, I mean, they're paying for it, obviously. They're making money. But it's not to the degree that they would like. I think uh, a point I'd like to make is I, I think a lot of the – the guys who would be great heavyweight champions are now playing NFL or, you know, some of the other sports. So, I know at one point I heard that uh, Brandon Jacobs was a Golden Gloves 
uh, boxer. The tiptoe you know. burglar. <laughs> that dude was a 280-pound... Uh, dancing man dancing man like <laughs> what do you mean run somebody over what's that you know but i mean he had a he had a decent career but yeah uh no, i wasn't a fan of his you know not a giants guy but uh but it's funny that as you say that because people grow up they grew up in um like the air right before where we were mm-hmm. right right to where our age group is i'm 35 you're around the same age and um you know, right about then, baseball players started dying off, mm-hmm. and boxing, which were the two passionate big sports. Right, of course, the right. NFL was always big, the NBA and whatnot. But mm-hmm. people were always the kids were always out there playing baseball. True, uh, people were always into boxing as the main thing and to get into to knock somebody out, and um, and they've kind of tilled off as the as the era changes. Yeah, because um, there's nobody popular to hang on to. Like there's nobody that you want to mm-hmm. see, and with the notoriety of of, of, of cable and pay per views and whatnot, it's kind of Kind of killed them sports. Other all. than Floyd, man, there's no real, you know, there's not. boxer out there that anyone follows. And that's a shame. It is, but, you know? I mean, I think it's just a sign of the times, man. It's dying. It is. It's, yeah. it's, it's on life support now. It's almost a dead sport. I'm going to bring on my brother from the same mother, Tim Bailey, onto the show. How you doing, man? I'm all right. Thanks for having me. Oh, no problem. Thanks for coming. Uh, you got anything to throw in? We grew up in the same era. Uh, any any takes on Klitschko or the heavyweight division or boxing in general? Uh, didn't know he was champ for 10 years. Yeah, that's impressive. So, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Is it is it more impressive that he held the belt? No, I'm not trying to stay on boxing too long because we got too much to talk about. But is it impressive that he held the belt for ten years? I think that's more of a product of how weak boxing is right exactly. now. Yes, yeah, that's yeah. what I was going to. What Tim? What do you think? Same yeah. thing? No, I, I agree. The uh, lack there of talent or anybody because most of the money makers was Floyd Mayweather, Oscar De La Hoya, mm-hmm. your smaller boxers. Mm-hmm. So Roy Jones, yeah. Yep, yeah. Uh, well, you know, Tyson Fury, like I said, he's 6'9", so he's a big dude. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we'll see because they need more guys like this. True. Unfortunately, uh, boxing just isn't on demand, but hopefully them putting it on uh, national TV no, can really say, open eyes to things. No, mm-hmm. no more pay-per-view for that because most yeah. everybody is transitioning to MMA. Yeah, true. They so. are. And, and even that, to a degree, has maxed out. because mm-hmm. uh, It's biggest, not growing right now. It's not growing. Yeah. And, um uh, you know, and everyone's trying to, in each sport, it's, it's funny, we talk about boxing and now UFC's taking over that uh, genre, how they try to, as much as they hate this and they won't admit it, they try to steal from WWE, like the the personality, they try, mm-hmm. to, try to sell that more, try to sell more merchandise yeah. than the actual talent that's in the ring or in the cage. I know for a fact a lot of the disputes in UFC are just, you know, made up to make self ice Sell tickets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Sell the show. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of it. Like I said, uh, when UFC first started off, it was more, and it's changed, but it was more of a, like, you, you see guys in grapple holes for three minutes at a time and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Now, it was a lot more bloody and brutal, though, yes. back then. Because the rules were different. Mm-hmm. So you kind of had to play that, that defensive offensive strategy. I understand it, but mm-hmm. it was boring, yeah. right, to me, you know. There's, I've always enjoyed it. I like Watching I, people fight, I, I know you have, yeah. and uh, I think you just like the video games. But, uh, <laughs> but it is it is what it is. We have a new world heavyweight champion. That's good. Uh, congratulations to Tyson Fury. I'm sure he'll never hear this, but and we'll probably never hear from him again anyway. So it doesn't matter. Um, we're going to jump ship to the NBA. Uh, not a whole lot to talk about. Um, Kobe Bryant announced that he's going to retire at the end of the season. Do you think, um, Tim? I'm going to ask you this first. Do you think he's just living in the moment of seeing how much he struggled? Or do you think he's realizing maybe his body's deteriorated to a degree that he can't continue the vigorous schedule of the Both. NBA? I, I, and I also think just the passion's not there every day. So, and also trying to come out and play every day. Mm-hmm. He, he, should, he should know by now that he shouldn't be jacking up 20 shots a game. 
Yeah. He has a better. He seems but, to have a better team around him now than he has over the last. It's young, handful yeah. of years. Yeah. Younger, yeah. younger nucleus. Ex- extremely young. Mm-hmm. You, do you think it's, CJ? Let me ask you this. Do you think it's good for the sport for him to retire? It doesn't matter. Um, what do you think as far as that would go? Uh, Kobe hasn't been relevant for a few years now. You know, other than his name. So I don't think it really moves the needle that much. Let me ask you about the relevance part. Do you think it's more of a because of the way his deter- his skills, his statistics have deteriorated, diminished a little bit, or do you think it's because his team just isn't that good? I think it's a little bit of both. I think that it's part because he hasn't really played, and another big part is because the Lakers aren't relevant and they're not winning. So it's hard for him to stay relevant as far as star power. Yeah, definitely. Do you see LA trying to? Move in an, another current star to try to replace him, or just try to because in the NBA it's important. LA is not going to build, man. Definitely not going to build. They're going to try to reload. They're going to try to lure one of those big names to the to the city as soon as he's gone. They is get there that off, money off? Is there anyone off the top of your head that you? Uh, Westbrook. There's mm-hmm. there's a lot of guys out there that. It, it, is it Tim? Let me ask you this before, and then you answer it. Uh, answer it next, CJ. Mm-hmm. Um, is is because of success with teams like Miami, um, Oklahoma City, Memphis. Uh, being contenders year in year out, even though not getting there, San Antonio for twenty years now. Um, do you have to? Is there is there an how do I put this? An urge to play in a big city to get your name out there because you're gonna get paid regardless, right? Yeah. So is there an urge like, oh, I want to go play in New York. Oh, I want to go play in L.A. Um, is is that still there as it was twenty years ago? Yes, I don't, I don't think it'll ever change in L.A. Yeah, right. I, I, yeah, no. T- t- I, sometimes it seems like the Clippers are trying to take over, but that'll never happen. It's, it'll always be Lakers. So I, it, I, I think- it seemingly would never happen. Um, but they've been good for the whole period of time the Lakers have been down for the most part. And who doesn't want to be, you know, admired by movie stars? You know what I mean? If you play for the Lakers, you know, Tom Cruise is in the audience and – you know whatnot, so I, I but, think that has a you know. But how a big much of that, like like if you're a star player, we'll use Russell Westbrook, my favorite player. But we'll use him as an example. How much does the, does the star power lure you as much as uh, competing for a championship? I think that's got to be everyone's ultimate goal, you know. But but, it, but now that Kobe's gone, I think they'll have a much easier time luring free agents. You else. see, like yes. Aldridge didn't want to go there last yeah. year, and. And whoever's the next big name up, but do you, do I think you, they'll be a, a serious contender for that. Reaction. Like Aldridge, you brought up, he didn't want to play with Kobe. Kobe yep. said, you, "We can do like Pound myself did." And Kobe basically ran him off. Man, he was like pretty interested in signing with LA, and it seemed like once he met with Kobe, it was all well, over. I never felt like he was really interested. Like like before he even left Portland, mm-hmm. it seemed like resign in Portland or go to San Antonio. Right. Right. Like like going to LA, like even Phoenix was seemed like a more Aldridge viable option. trying to get a yeah. championship. Yeah, he's yeah. trying to get a ring, man. You mm-hmm. know, he's been playing 9 years and um but uh I just think that I don't think star power matters as much um to the stars like playing in a big city. Mm-hmm. Like oh man, you know, cuz New York's had Carmelo LA's had Kobe for mm-hmm. a very long time. Kobe had a great career. Right. And um one, one of, the, of best, the best of all time. One yes. of the best we ever saw for sure. Yeah. Yes. And um but I don't think that oh man, I won't go play in the big lights because everybody's on TV now. Like yeah. you don't have to play in a big market to to get your notoriety, to get your money. Um so I just don't but uh, I, I, I think I think when it comes down to something similar to picking a big city versus Orlando, Minnesota, Denver, Denver so to say, because I would put Denver under L.A., Chicago, right? Of New course, York. absolutely. But but, but you, you say that. Of course, you take average franchises to below average. We'll say Orlando. We'll say L.A. 
Of course, you'd rather play where there's star. Yep. You know, in the big bright lights, better endorsement opportunities. But, but what I'm talking about is like if you're a star player, you're not going to Orlando anyway. You're not going no. to Minnesota. So, um, is it go to L.A. or is it go or sign with even though Westbrook's there, but sign with Oklahoma City, a team you can win with uh, now. Sign with Washington. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Is um, more more players are accepting that role. Yeah. Where to. Just try to get in where you fit in to win that championship. Because winning's so important. Yeah, and I think that I think that the the bright lights plays a uh, a less role than it did when we were growing up. I hate it. I hate that that so many play star players go to team up with other star players to yes. try to win. Why do you hate that so much? Because I grew up with players who really stood by their teams for the most part, unless they were secondary players, you know. Mm-hmm. And you would never see a Jordan or Larry Bird or any of these guys like give up and say, I'm going to go team up with Patrick Ewing so I can win now. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it really irks me. Yeah, that, that makes yeah. sense. And it, it's, that's a viable argument. Like, and a lot of people feel that way. I am not that way. Hmm. Um, I, I don't like uh, – It's reality now, though, man. It's it just is. the way it is now. It's so what you have to do to You win. have to do it, yeah. You have to do it to win because no star player is going to win on his own. Mm-hmm. If LeBron uh, couldn't do it in Cleveland before he went to Miami, if he couldn't do it in Cleveland then – by himself, I don't think anyone is. Yeah, and you you got to have help, man, because his yes. best players were Booby Gibson and uh, Il Gaskis, yeah. right? Right. So, um, but as as far as the NBA, not a whole lot's uh, taking place over the last uh, week since our last show. Mm-hmm. Really, over the last couple more weeks. of the same. Basically. It's really boring. So, what I'm going to bring up to you guys right now, um, Golden State is 18 and 0. Mm. Yes. Philadelphia is 0 and 18. Yes. Right. All right. Philadelphia coming up. Uh, we record every Monday night. You can find this on the OEMnetwork.com. We record every Monday night. And next Monday, before, by next Monday night, mm-hmm. they will play the Lakers at home. This is Philadelphia we're talking about at 0-18. They'll play the Lakers at home, at the Knicks, at home to Denver and San Antonio. Will they have a win the next time uh, we record? Tim, what do you think? Will they win one of those uh, four games? No. Hmm. I agree with Tim. It's hard to pick a team that doesn't win. Yes, uh, I can see them beating Denver at home because because Philadelphia, I mean, they gave Memphis a struggle yesterday. Yep. But even though you know they play hard, mm-hmm. you know when you play hard, if you can catch a team that's just not bringing it, or somebody on a back to back, or it, there, yeah, there's all types of somebody. scenarios, circumstances that if you just keep playing hard, you're gonna get one. Right? And they're young, yeah. man. If they keep playing hard, they're gonna get better. They do, they, they do play hard, better. but that first half was awful. For the uh, totality of the game, both teams? Uh, yeah, yes. Well, well no, no, more on their side. Really? Yes. Yeah. Sloppy or just yeah, not good yeah. basketball? J- just not just not good. Not swinging the ball, just jacking up shots. Because I only saw them play one game. And I saw them play part of two. I saw them play – I don't remember who it was, um, but they got handled pretty well. This was first week of the season. Mm. And then last week, I don't remember who they were playing, but they were up 23 in the second half. And, and gave it away. And huh? gave it away, man. Wow. Because you're, you're just not good. Yeah. And how would you feel if you're on a – and I definitely won't spend too much time talking about an own 18 franchise, but this is interesting. We've never seen this before, mm-hmm. especially considering that last season they were only 12 to start the season. Yes. Mm. So how would you feel if you're on both of them's teams? Um, even if you're naturally, you would think as an athlete, you're competitive, you want to you want to win, but to be on both of those teams, how embarrassing is that? You know, to well, well, to start out with, their center is out getting in fights, driving 108 miles <laughs> an hour. And doesn't seem like his head's in the game, so I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. They are young, I will say. The whole team's young, man. But but I, they're I just, young. They've been young for like ten years. Yeah. And but, like every two or three years, they trade the young guys. Gonna, they just 
you it, know, drafted for I, other young guys. You know what? I'm, I'm very happy you brought that up, CJ, because I'm gonna, uh, this is something that, that has pondered me for, for a handful of years now. Let me ask you guys this, and I'll go through my spiel, and then I'll bring it to you guys to get your opinions, mm-hmm. right? Um, So the NBA lottery is set up to where uh, teams that obviously have the worst record, you get more lottery balls mm-hmm. and a better opportunity at the number one pick. That's how it goes. Um, there are 30 teams in the NBA, 16 make the playoffs, eight from each conference, right? So at least 14 teams in a lottery. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, the worst record is more balls, this, that, and other. I propose this, and what, what do you think? Um, I think because what happens is a lot of these teams are so bad that they, they, they're constantly in the top five, top six. Um and they're getting the young players, two or three years, they're moving them out, like you said. Uh, I propose this, that the teams that almost make the playoffs get more balls, all right? Because they're closer to winning, right? So so it does a couple things. One, it gets your teams like a Phoenix, like a Utah, whoever's right on the cusp of making the playoffs, um, a better opportunity to take that next step. And it also will avoid people tanking at the end of the season because everybody wants to win. Mm-hmm. Um so, as far as that take, uh, uh, like if you almost make the playoffs, you get more balls. Would that make sense? Do you think that would work out better for the NBA as a whole? CJ, what do, what do you think? I'm against that. We've talked about this a million times mm-hmm. at least. But my thinking is the, t- the teams that are at the bottom, they're never going to get better if they don't have those high picks, you know. Even but, though they haven't, some of them haven't proven but, but to But be here's better. my point. They're getting the high picks, and they're not doing anything with them. Mm-hmm. They're leaving. They're trading them. And well, you're you're hoping for a, a, a franchise changing superstar, like you know, New York and guy. those don't always come. But you know, eventually, course, and hopefully, you get one. Of course, you know? you're hoping for it. But it's, it's, to me, you're sort of being penalized. And Tim, we'll get to you in a second. You're sort of being penalized. Not really penalized, but you but you're just missing the playoffs by a game, a game or two, and you're getting penalized because you're sitting right there. But that's the choice you have to make. You saw with the Grizzlies before we, you know, we re. re- we rebuilt. Mm-hmm. We decided, you know, we're going to trade away Gasol, our best player, and we're going to go ahead and try to build through the draft and come back tanked. in three years. But you had you have to do that, or you're just going to be a team that gets swept every year, or not make the playoffs, or barely make the playoffs. You kind of just have to make your choice, man. But, are you going to tr- try uh, to win now and not be able to win a championship, or or not? You know. Before I continue on, Tim, what do you think about that uh, scenario that I proposed? Well, I would like to see the scenario where the lottery gets changed pretty much all together. How's that? Just with the the worst record gets the first pick. You'll have you'll be able to have a long, more long tenure. I would think of getting these worser teams better. Mm-hmm. And see, the lottery system was created so that teams would not tank to get the first pick. Mm-hmm. You but know, they and are. It, yeah, it still happens. Yeah. So, just so you have a better opportunity to get it. But you see, like the team with the best chance to get the number one pick. Hardly ever gets Har- it. It doesn't hardly happen. Ever. Yeah, that's hardly ever. Yeah, hardly ever happens. That's why I say just get away from all but the. They, but they still get together. top three. Yeah, they're de- they, you can only fall so far. I don't have anything in front of me, but I, yeah. I, 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 I would. I'm going off memory also. I, I would put three fifty, three dollars and fifty cents bet on the fact that uh, we'll go over the last ten years that the worst record had a top three pick, nine out of the ten years. Maybe but, so. But but at the same time, it could go to a situation where it was LeBron, Milicic, and Carmelo. Mm-hmm. Well, they landed. Well, they missed that good player, drafted the next best player, so they thought at the yeah. two spot, mm-hmm. and then that third spot was the winner also. So it was one and three were winners, but that second was. Yeah, well, I mean, you get that from uh, just bad uh, team management. 
mm-hmm. uh, sort of this year, like There's the Lakers taking bad. Russell was kind of not saying he's a bad pick won't work but out. But you already got Clarkson, but, you know. I mean, you got Clarkson. You needed a big, yeah. Like it just didn't make sense. Anyways, we're not gonna talk about the bad teams too much. I just want to propose that yeah. scenario. I do think that's an interesting way to look at things, you know. Try to because it, it's not really working. Yeah, for no. the most part. Not, so you got to try to think of a different cause, way. Because my problem, my two problems with that is before we move on, uh, my two problems is tanking. Mm-hmm. I, I can never stand. I can understand understand a franchise wanting to get a uh, good opportunity to get the top picks they can, mm-hmm. but I can never understand like just being content with losing. Like that would just bother me. Um, and seeing the teams that are almost there be able to take the next step because. There are good players, ten through twenty, yep. right? Yeah, but, it, but it's so hard to get a, a difference maker. If you're close to taking that step, though, it, you're more than likely in a got a young nucleus that's working its way up, and hopefully those guys progress enough to get you on to the top of the playoffs. You yeah, know? you seem right, man. We just we have to agree to disagree. I just, I, yeah. I, I, it's I, annoying. I agree. Yeah. I hate seeing teams not try to win. And also, because it, it's constantly the same teams yeah. in the mix all yep. the time. Um, mm-hmm. But anyways, on to Golden State, uh, eighteen and zero, up coming up uh, real quickly. They got. A road trip because it seemed like they play every game at home, seemingly. Yeah, yes. <laughs> um, at Utah, at Charlotte, at Toronto, at Brooklyn. Will they be undefeated? Yes. They'll be undefeated, CJ. Yes. Hey, man, I'm not betting against them. Yeah, you know it, what I mean? it doesn't make sense. Harrison Barnes is out, and yeah, it's still. You got to say the same thing like we said about Philadelphia. They'll play hard, mm-hmm. and they'll get somebody who has an off night. Golden State is going to have to be a team that has an off night, like a bad off night. Yeah. Because off night for Curry is still like 40% shooting and 25 points. It's going to come to that point where they're going to rest the players just just to give them a night off. Mm-hmm. I think Golden State wants to go undefeated. They do. God you know what I mean? Man. So so until they just get beat, I don't think they have any intentions yeah, of taking a night off. They're definitely not going to rest off. people with no losses yet. You know? Yeah. Because yeah. they play hard, too. Yeah, they do. Yeah. You know what I mean? They play with heart. They're young. They're no, fired. it's not all you know shooting threes. No, it's not, They're man. playing hard, man. They'll, it's not. they'll win 70, I told you. Yeah, I said yeah. that. You know, it's funny because I ask. Um, I think I've asked every week, as a matter of fact, if they'll get seventy games. Mm-hmm. Uh, and last year they had sixty-seven. So to be like, ah, I don't know if they can. Think. Yes. Ah, well, you know, <laughs> they're eighteen and zero right now, and well on their way yeah. to eighty-two and zero. <laughs> <laughs> so they'll, they'll, you know, either them or the Panthers. Who's going to lose first? We don't know. <laughs> um, so right now we're going to do our social media segment. I ask every Monday, uh, people to post questions to ask me. Um, sports only, uh, mostly. If something intrigues me, I'll answer it. But other than that, I try to keep it sports related. Um, CJ, let's go. What we got? All right, man. First question is going to come from Terrence Taylor. Does college football playoff need to be expanded? Um, need to be absolutely. Um, the more the merrier. Um, but I think here's the argument. Uh, I, I think it'll go to eight teams. Uh, at first, I think it'll go to six, and then eight, and then eight needs to stay put. Because um, there's always going to be somebody left out. Uh, the nine, ten teams are always good as the eight and whatnot. But you got to have a better variety so more people across the country have an opportunity to win the national championship. You got to say though, with uh, being a four-team playoff, this is so much more exciting than the bowl system so far. It's more exciting than the bowl system. Oh yeah, playoffs yeah, abs- yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. But yeah, they'll they'll expand. It's just you a matter go, of time. It, I mean, there's so much more money to make, mm-hmm. and the excitement will grow as you go to eight teams. Yes, it will. Because uh, you look at the teams that are on the bottom uh, of that, the bottom half of that top ten college football, you'll be like, wow, it would be great to see them sneak in and mm-hmm. cause some trouble. Next question. All right, next question comes from Greg. Greg wants to know, how does the Herman re-signing with uh, Houston 
and USC promoting their interim coach to permanent coach affect the coaching carousel? Well, here's what I think it affects. I think Houston, they bought him for another year at least. Um, he'll start doing that thing like we talked about those co- uh, last couple of weeks, like Calipari, Nick Saban, bargaining chips and whatnot. Until he finds that perfect uh, Until he job. finds the right job, the, yeah. the, the quote-unquote dream job, right? So until that comes up, uh, he'll stay there. He's, he's in a good situation. He's built that program. Uh, and as far as uh, USC come off the table, really the only thing that affects is Chip Kelly. Um, but, uh, you know, I don't want to talk about Chip Kelly right now. Next question. <laughs> Uh, this question comes from my good friend Ed. Ed wants to know which top ten team in the draft would be the best fit for Paxton Lynch. The Dallas Cowboys, and I'm gonna tell you why because Romo's obviously on the decline, mm-hmm. uh, and he's 35 or whatever he is. And um, they got all the pieces, man. They got all the pieces, man. Mm-hmm. They, they got nice nucleus and everything. I think I think that team because of Tony Romo's injury, they had a bad season, right? Mm-hmm. So if you look at the the totality of the team put together and everything, the nucleus, I think Dallas has the best opportunity to uh, to win sooner mm-hmm. than anyone else in the top ten. Yeah. Next question. Next question comes from my friend Kevo. Kevo wants to know, has Manning lost his starting job? Yes, he did. Um, Peyton Manning, of course. Yeah, of course Peyton Manning. Um, I'll, I'll have my bash Peyton Manning sentiment here in a little bit. <laughs> um, not, no, seriously. Uh, I thought going into last week um, – that as yeah. I as, as I called the Broncos would defeat the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't bring up the ones you're wrong about too often. Because <laughs> <laughs> no one wants to hear that, you know. Um, but um, I think Brock Osweiler is a is a, he brings more to the offense, even though he can come under center and whatnot, like we talked about last week. Mm-hmm. Even though it didn't seem like Kubiak used him that that way yesterday. Mm-hmm. But the Patriots have a really good defense. But anyways, Osweiler stole the job. He can go downfield. He's very capable. I don't think, unless he gets hurt, that we'll ever see Peyton Manning play football again. Mm. Okay, last question comes from uh, college football expert Jeremy Graves. My man. He wants to know, is the targeting penalty the worst idea in football history? Well, I don't know if it's the worst. Uh, when you When you talk about concussions... Right, mm-hmm. you're talking about trying to protect players in the NFL. College is even going to go to a more extreme. Mm-hmm. So if you're hit with a targeting penalty, which is, excuse me, you're leading with the crown of your helmet, mm-hmm. which is not how you tackle. Um, the thing I like about the targeting rule is if you get if you if you are assessed with the penalty, you're thrown out the game. Mm-hmm. But they do challenge it. Uh, to, they, review they, it. they review it to yeah. to see if it was because if it's big enough to throw you out, it should be big enough to to check and make sure that if you can stay in the game. Uh, I like it for safety reasons, uh, but I think it's – I don't think – sort of like how we talked about two weeks ago. Tim, you are here for this. What is a catch in the NFL? Mm-hmm. I don't think they have a, a clear definition of what is targeting in college football. And until they figure it out, I think targeting will continue to be an issue. And uh, I don't like the way it's set up right now because of the inconsistency of the calls. It is very yeah, inconsistent. True. Yes. Yeah, inconsistent. Good point. Is that my? Yeah, that's the last question, man. Thank you, guys. Every Monday, I uh, I post on Facebook and Twitter. Um, questions you want to ask me? I try to get to them all on the air. And um, I think this was our best best batch of questions. So it far. was good, good th- questions. There's a lot to talk about, and they were very good questions. All right, right now what we're going to do. We're going to take a commercial break. Before when we come back, we're going to hop on the NFL. And um, so when we are back, let's take a thirty second break. Listen to our advertisement. Hi, I'm Claren. 
I'm a worker elf at Santa's workshop. I make minimum wage and work long hours. My family is on the verge of coming apart at the seams. My wife and I speak in single word exchanges three to four times a day. I don't want to make your toys, but Amazon does. Amazon. Everything from A to Z. Music, movies, gaming, appliances, apparel. Heck, you can buy a comb that looks like a switchblade knife on there. Get all your Christmas shopping done at Amazon. Since you're already in a giving mood, I'd like to ask you to give back to the OM Network. Go to theoamnetwork.com slash Amazon. Same Amazon products, same Amazon prices. But the Amazon sends a percentage right on over to OM. You can buy an Adele CD and give back to OM. An Apple Watch and give back to OM. A hairbrush that looks like a switchblade knife and give back to OM. That's theoamnetwork.com slash Amazon. Same great deals, same great prices. Well, better get back to work. Please don't make me have to work any harder. All right, welcome back from the commercial. Um, right now, we're going to hop into the NCAA football playoff picture. Um, you know, my man, uh, DJ Tennyson, you know, he asked me, he said, what are your thoughts on LSU and Georgia and how differently they handled their process in firing, potentially firing their head coaches? And is firing Les Miles or Mark Rick, was it a good or bad decision, right? Well, I think this. I think both schools handled it properly. Um, I think that I think that Mark Rick's been on the way out for a while. Like George has given him ultimate opportunities, and he's gotten top notch classes and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, he had a very he's one forty five and fifty one, which is a good good record. Um, he's successful in bowl games, no national championships, and every time he got an opportunity in a big game, you know, he came came up short for whatever reasons. He had a plethora of injuries and whatnot. Um, as far as LSU, I think this they didn't want L- uh, Les Miles there. But I think they couldn't get Jimbo Fisher. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, because the funny thing is, I was having a drink uh, with a friend of mine when the LSU uh, AD came on that because he came on after the LSU game before Les Miles did in the press conference. Mm-hmm. I don't think Les Miles knew that mm-hmm. he was staying. He didn't, right? He knew he was farewell yeah. out of here. And um, but I think they thought they couldn't get Jimbo Fisher. Because mm-hmm. I've always and so I think I think both schools handled it properly. Like neither one were like, oh, it's classless. I don't think LSU did a good job. How so? They should have never let if they intended to on keeping less miles. They should have never have let it linger. I can I can agree with that because yes. I mean he if he, you're going to keep the guy, then you got to squash it right from the jump. But they didn't want to keep would, him. Yeah, but well then you should let him go then. Well, if you're, it just doesn't inspire confidence. I, I've always felt this way. All right, as far as about changing coaches, um, if it's easy to say fire this guy, he hasn't been doing well, right? Well, who are you going to replace him with? Like, you know, mm-hmm. as an Eagle fan, um, we we had this problem with Andy Reid for a few years after we lost McNabb, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's let him go, let him go. He's he's rid his he he ran his course. Who are you going to get this better? Right. You know, and I'm not just saying just Andy Reid, but I was using that no. as a personal example. Like, it's easy to say fire this guy. Because I'm tired of what he does, you know. You're tired of winning, and um, let's get somebody else. Like you want to upgrade when you fire, when you release somebody, mm-hmm. whatever it is, you want to get somebody that's better. Yeah, you better have something lined up. Yeah, you got to have something planned. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I mean, we don't know the details of the LZ. Jimbo Fisher may have been like, I would like to come there. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then last second, I think I'll stay. Yeah. But you know? if if you're the administration at LSU, you can't let that float around, man, unless you got something concrete lined up. You can't let that be out there because if you're the number one player in the country and you've, 
you're considering LSU and you hear all this stuff, I mean, that might deter you from going there, you yeah. know? Yeah, do you know Les so, Miles will be there for four more years true. if this yeah. is brought up the way it's that was? It's not looking like it. Because, I mean, they, he's got the number one recruiting class coming in out of the last three years. It's like number one twice. Yeah. So he's on he's on top of the game. I think that's one of the reasons they didn't want to let him go also because if he leaves, I bet. They might have lost them. Uh, they yeah. I'm sure they would have jumped ship. Absolutely. Cause Nick Saban would have showed up at their house. Yeah, I'm sure. Because <laughs> yep. he gets to pick and choose who he wants yeah. anyway. Yeah. But, oh, but Oh, wherever he wound up, I bet they would follow. Maybe yeah, so. You're probably right. I mean, Les Miles, 111 and 32. Yes. Uh, you but, can't argue that. But, you know, I had this – because the person I was having a drink with was an LSU fan. Mm-hmm. And I brought to them their attention. They're like, that is a great record. Outstanding! You got a national championship, but and he had—he's not a bad coach, okay. Um, but I think with the losses that they had, like if you watched him, it was bad game management, mm-hmm. whether it was timeouts, substitution, whatever he did. Yeah, we covered uh, it last week. We don't think he's a great on-field guy. Don't no. man, and I think a lot of their losses, as few and far as between as they were, fell on his coaching more mm-hmm. more than the wins did. Probably, so. you know what I mean. But uh, we'll move on from from that topic. Uh, Moving to the college football playoff picture, uh, last week, remember, we record on Monday nights. Um, the, the college football playoffs don't come out till Tuesday. So, But Clemson, Alabama, Oklahoma, Iowa, Michigan State, Notre Dame are the top six. Notre Dame lost to Stanford. Um, so we can we can kiss them goodbye. They're done. Yes. right? They're mm-hmm. not in there for the championship. It was an awesome game, by the way, because um, when they went up, they went up like just over 30 seconds left. When Stanford got the ball, 30 seconds left. Uh, it was a big uh, personal foul penalty on Notre Dame. But they came down, they kicked a, an NFL size field goal and won. And that was that's mm. always awesome to watch good games. It was like fifty yards, wasn't it? Yeah, it was right around mm. that fifty yard mark, man. It was it was a real kick. Um but they drove down in twenty five seconds mm. and even if it was with a penalty, it's still amazing to do. Yeah. No. So so here's the thing. Iowa and Michigan State are at four and five. Yeah. Uh so we're gonna go over this. Um I'm gonna come to each of you. Um Michigan State plays at Iowa this week. Tim, who you got? Michigan State. CJ? I'm going State also. I have to go Michigan State. Um, Iowa hasn't proven anything. They haven't they really haven't. beaten anyone, man. They haven't, man. Uh, and you hate to say an undefeated team really isn't that good, but how good are they? We don't know. We're going to find out we're this gonna, Saturday. We're certainly going to find out. Michigan State's got good defense, getting Connor Cook back. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm most definitely out. And they're more, they're more relevant they're, year in and year out. Yeah, so true. we have a more of a correlation with them of seeing them be successful every year. It's it, definitely that side of the uh, the conference yeah. that so, usually represents. Yep. So um, so Michigan State and Iowa, so that's one team in. Clemson plays North Carolina. North Carolina right now is at number 14 in the college football playoff rankings. They'll move up yeah, to the top yeah. 10, I assume, with Michigan losing. They should. Notre yeah. Dame, they'll get ahead of them teams. But they're 11-1. Very they play, good, they very play good Clemson. Uh, Florida plays Alabama. Okay, now this is uh, not a big oppor- uh, not a big shot of this happening. Uh, but let, let, let's play if Florida beats Alabama, mm-hmm. right? And North Carolina beats Clemson. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're going to dismiss Alabama. I don't think so. I don't about? know, man. What's that? Their second loss? It'd be their second yeah, loss. No, nah, I'm not balancing them. I think so they're the Clemson best. Clemson would have one. Even Alabama with a loss, have, though, to North Carolina? Have, what, no, no, I'm saying they would have one yeah, loss. Have, mm-hmm. Would North Carolina jump them? I just, think so. From just being around 10 or whatever they're going to be. Well, hell, you look at it like this. They're both one loss teams, yeah. and they're playing head to head. If North Carolina's the one that beats them, I'm, I'm, you got to give them I'm, a nod. I'm, I'm a huge head to head. Yeah. If one one team beats the other team on the field, because that's where it's settled on the field. So I'm with they, Tim if, on that. If they beat head to head. 
I'm rolling with the I team would that agree, wins. but I just find it. I don't. I don't think even if North Carolina won convincingly, like mm-hmm. two scores, whatever. I don't think they'd get in the playoffs. You don't think so? No, yeah. I don't. And I think that if Alabama just, loses, because I think of a, of a nationwide uh, bias against the SEC, they would keep them both out. Both, I don't think both I, Florida I, and Alabama. I, I I do know they do want to keep the SEC out with if they get a loss. Yeah, man. If, if the do. SEC comes in with two losses, they won't they won't, they won't have one of those in the playoff. And they're trying to protect this uh, mm-hmm. new system, mm-hmm. you know. And you, you only got four teams, so you don't want a whole lot of hoopla about an undeserving you, team being you, in. You don't, man. But but if if the scenarios, if either one of them come to uh, tuition, like I said, uh, between Clemson, North Carolina, Florida, and Florida and Alabama. Um, it's going to shake it up because no other team would be worth putting ahead of them. Like you can't put Stanford ahead of them, even if Stanford wins the, you know, Pac-12. You can't put them ahead of Mm-mm. Alabama or Clemson, right? No, because no. you know I brought this up. I say it, it, it's hard in a sport to where you play so well all year, and if you slip up at the end of the season, you can never recover. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you lose early in the season, like Alabama did. But oh. some teams are peaking, man. You know, these are young kids playing ball. You know, by the end of the year, they're totally different players but even in north carolina wins look at ohio state last year you know they peaked right at the end of the year they did took but it they, all the way to the end but they won their their conference championship True. Yep. I'm, the, but but if if north carolina beats clemson you know what i mean didn't mm-hmm. north carolina also they lost early in the year right yes, yes. yeah bad loss early in the year they're rolling man and i wouldn't be surprised if they took clemson down clemson didn't look that great against south carolina last well week. i think that if alabama loses which i do not think they will i don't know uh, florida not, just not can't score all. points uh if they lost, probably Clemson and North Carolina would both get in. Let me pose this now. Mm-hmm. What if Alabama wins? We already know Oklahoma's in. Oklahoma's in. The Big Ten's going to be decided yeah. Saturday. So our Michigan State, All Oklahoma. Right. So North Carolina takes Clemson. Is Clemson out and North Carolina's in? If that's, that's what, what I, I want. That's know. what I'm asking. Yeah, that's where it's at. If that's no, what I'm asking. If, can North Carolina, Carolina wins, Carolina. yes. Can, yeah. can North Carolina jump from 10? To top four, yes, yeah. I think they'll be higher well, than ten. Well, with all these teams, but they'll losing. be on the bottom half of the ten, yeah. like six through ten. Yeah, six right? through ten. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, Agreed. Uh, that's, that's, that's a huge jump. Mm-hmm. It, it it is, but Clemson will drop down to mm-hmm. six or seven or so, and that top four, North Carolina, would just jump six spots. Yeah, instead yes. of instead of jumping all ten spots, they won't automatically go to number one, so to say, take over the number one spot, but they will jump in that at that number four. You're right. Do you, do, you, do either one of you think North Carolina beats Clemson? I kind of think it might happen, man. I'm leaning towards that. There's Especially be- watching uh, Clemson play last week. They didn't look that great. And there's a better shot of that than Florida beating Alabama. Absolutely. Yeah, um, agreed. Like I said, Alabama just uh, – sorry. Florida just can't score points. No, um, we, we've been winning despite our quarterback. So, uh, Justin Fuente is leaving Memphis, right? Mm-hmm. Going to Virginia Tech because uh, Frank Beamer's retiring. Um, he had a great career. Uh where does this CJ? Where does this leave Memphis? I mean, uh, right now we're searching for a coach. Of course, I mean we have Daryl Dickey's going to be the interim coach, and I think the number one candidate is Barry Odom. Barry Odom's former uh, Tigers defensive coordinator for three years, current uh, Missouri defensive coordinator. It seems like kind of a hot name right now. Yeah. So that's what that's what we're gunning for. Do you think? Either of those names keep Memphis to where they are, moving in the direction that they were. I think Odom would. I mean, Dickey's not the long-term guy here. The guy's just an offensive coordinator. But, uh, yeah, man, Odom seems like one of the – and you got to trust in Bowen, Bowen's ability to 
find a head coach. Yes. He did it with Fuente. As yes. soon as he came in, he hired Fuente, and we started playing well, you know? Yeah, the two candidates he was going for, one was McElwain, wasn't it, uh, from Florida? I didn't know that, but that's, yeah. that's impressive. McElwain and then Fuente were his two that he gunned after, mm. and he wound up getting Fuente. And it worked out, and they got the program heading the right, right direction. At the, at the same time, like, Fuente did great things for us, but I, I think if he didn't get Paxton Lynch also. Yeah. How, it's hand in hand. It helps how, 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 how great. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I yeah. agree. So, so it's almost like whoever we get as our coach just needs to make make sure the recruiting stays on top as well. So, Tim, do you think that um, either the, the uh, nom- nominees for the job that CJ mentioned does it keep Memphis in the same direction that they're headed right now? I only have one nominee. I didn't hear any other names. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I heard of Odom also from the Missouri. It seems like almost a done deal. Like, is that, good like or, is that good or bad? Because I don't know nothing about the dude. Uh, he's defensive-minded, so I'm sure he'll get the offensive side taken care of there also. So I do right. think it's interesting that yeah. they're hiring a defensive coach with such an offensive yeah. program right now. You know, yeah, Well, uh, it don't sound too promising for me. Uh, <laughs> You're boohooing it already. I just don't. I mean, I don't know. I didn't know Fuente. Yeah. yeah. You know, so in a program that's always been down, uh, to see it start to step up and hit the – just trust in Bowen, man. Yeah. Bowen proved it in uh, California. What was it, San Diego State? He built that program up out hey, of man, nothing. I'm gonna tell you what I'm gonna do. I'm yeah. gonna trust in it, and uh, if it if he breaks my heart, I'm gonna blame you. Okay, uh, as you do always. Every time yeah. your heart breaks, you come looking for me. I know because you're my best friend. I got you. <laughs> it's always your fault. All right, uh, we're gonna touch on this before we hop on the NFL. Georgia, which is a top notch job in the country mm-hmm, for sure. Um, Gary Patterson from TCU who has no link to Georgia whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, Houston's Tom Herman, who's re-signed, so he's out of the picture. Right. Uh, Jeff Collins, the Florida defensive coordinator, and Kirby Smart, the defensive coordinator from Alabama, are the top guys for this uh, for the Georgia job. Personally, I see uh, Kirby Smart getting it. He played there. Um, and he's the, he's the top assistant coach in the country. Right? All signs yeah. point towards that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that would be great. Who would you like to say? I know you're kind of a Georgia fan. I am. Kirby Smart. Yeah. Uh, If you can get anything from under Saban, man, you take it. I see he's a leading candidate for South Carolina as well. Yeah, you take Georgia Mm -hmm. over South Carolina. Well, yeah, Yeah, that's a no. That's a no brainer. Yeah, I think I think he's a leading candidate for any job he wants. Yeah. Right. Um. So no, coming from the pedigree, it speaks volumes, right there. So so. I don't think I. What about Jeremy's boy? uh, Who's the OC there? I can't think of his name. That former NFL guy. Kiffin? Uh, yeah, Kiffin. Lane Kiffin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, man, I like Lane Kiffin. Yeah. All right? I think he got a raw deal in Oakland. Uh, I love the way he did Tennessee, even though it was kind of classless. Uh, you don't hear his name being tossed around right now, really, though. You, you don't. Because yeah, he's I'm surprised about Because that. of what happened in USC. Yeah. That, yeah, that, that's that really was hurting a, him. He bungled yeah. that. But he's young. He's still yeah. under 50. Yeah. He'll get another opportunity. He'll get multiple chances wherever he, will. he wants. Yeah. Just keep on doing what you're doing, man. I think he's waiting to uh, succeed in saving. Um, so we're gonna hop to where it counts, where the big boys play. As I say every week, we're gonna go to the NFL. Um, I'm gonna start off. Jimmy Graham out for the year. Tony Romo out for the year, and Chris Johnson out for the year. Right. Mm-hmm. So those those other than the Romo, because their team's kind of out of it. Other than the NFC East being uh, down this year, um, Jimmy Graham will affect Seattle. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Chris Johnson to Arizona is the biggest loss. I agree with you on that one. Because they, to me, I thought they were the best team. Then. Like, if I had to put my money on it. Of course, Carolina's yeah. undefeated. I'm not yeah. trying to disrespect them. Uh, but if I had to put my money on it. You're splitting hairs, man. Yeah. yeah. I'll take Arizona, man. I think they're a better, well-rounded team. But without Chris Johnson, man, it doesn't, doesn't it seem every year that Arizona 
They got bad luck, man. They had bad luck, yeah. man. It's right. something to do Last with that dry Palmer, climate. Palmer, <laughs> they were like eight and two or uh-huh. eight and zero oh or something. Yeah, they lost Palmer, Palmer Ellington. Yeah, yeah, they lost them all down the stretch. And Ellington's hurt right now with the turf toe. So we He's always hurt. We all hurt. Ellington, Floyd's been in and out. Yeah. Uh, John Brown. But the yeah. top two running backs there was Chris Johnson and Ellington out. So now they got to mm-hmm. rely on a rookie. So I don't know how that's yeah, going to turn out. Johnson, yeah, yeah, they're in trouble. And um, I'll go over these games for Arizona. Arizona's sitting at the two seed mm-hmm. in the NFC. They have at St. Louis, Minnesota, at Philadelphia, Green Bay and Seattle at home. Not the toughest schedule, but not an That's easy schedule. That's some tough games. Yeah, it's not an easy schedule. Yeah. No, com- com- coming down to the end, no end, yeah, end of the year, like mm-hmm. even, the, even the teams that are bad are the teams that always worry. Well, man. except for Philadelphia. Yeah. I don't think that anybody has to worry about them. Yeah, right? they're laying down, man. Uh, but at St. Louis is not a – They want Chip gone. Yeah, well, he should be gone. I think he wants to be gone. Right? Yeah, maybe so. Um, we're going to talk about him in a second. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Um, <laughs> at Seattle, I mean at St. Louis, I think that's a win. I think you can win without Chris Johnson there because, like we said about Florida, St. Louis just can't score points. Yeah, yeah, right. No matter who the quarterback is, and Jeff Fisher doesn't believe in scoring points or whatever it is. No, don't que- <laughs> don't question their effort though. Yeah, don't question their effort. Uh, yeah, he was pissed about that. They yeah. they will cheat on defense and whatnot. So you got to respect that about them. Uh, but. They can hold on to that two seed. The big game is with Minnesota because Minnesota's eight and three in the top of the NFC North, mm-hmm. and that's a big game coming up in two weeks. Yeah, Minnesota uh, has to play Seattle and Arizona back to back. Yes, that's man. tough for them. Yeah. And then they have Giants at the end of the year for the division. Mm. I'm not the Giants, sorry, the Packers. They do they have play the, Giants. the Giants also. Yeah. They do, but they got yeah. the Packers at the last game of the season at Green Bay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let me let me ask you this: um, Gronkowski's out. Mm-hmm. Right, just a couple weeks. Yeah, I think just M- a couple M- weeks. MCL yeah, they said sprain. one. You know, I heard they, they said it wasn't even a sprain. They just said it's a bruised knee now. So they're just giving time off. Yeah, that's fine. Because um, as I stated on this show, I think that Gronkowski is as important to Tom Brady as Tom Brady is to the Patriots. Mm. Oh, yeah. With, without Gronkowski, the Patriots are not going to win the Super Bowl. No, that's their best. Their best lineman, their best receiver, mm-hmm. their, their best everything he, outside of Tom. He's Brady. probably the best player in the league that's not a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but a couple weeks. It was funny because I listened to the radio. And it was like, Gronkowski's out for the year. And this wasn't a sports what? radio. And I was like, what? That's not what I heard. So I immediately yeah, had no. to look it up. And I'm like, I can't go on my show listening to uh, not being informed about this. Because um, this shakes up the whole NFL. But uh, he'll be back in a couple weeks, and at least for the playoffs. There's five games left. Mm-hmm. Uh, he'll be back by, for the last couple games. Yeah. And they'll be fine. Because here's the Patriots schedule, in case you're wondering. The Eagles, how much will they beat the Eagles by? Because the Eagles have lost 90 to – Whatever twenty something the last couple of weeks right ninety to thirty one. I'm gonna say thirty five ish. Win by thirty five. I think so, Tim. That's because they're running the ball. In the second I think half. the Eagles will win. <laughs> nah, man, quit smoking before you come on the air, man. <laughs> uh, I think it's a possibility, but with the Patriots just losing, I don't. I see Tom Brady being frustrated. Uh, I, I I don't see is Gronkowski were healthy. Like I posted on Facebook uh, that the Patriots will be the first team favored by triple digits. Yeah, you know, coming up. Um, I think it'll be a closer game, but I think they'll run all over Philadelphia. Right. But anyway, so they got Philly at home, uh, at Houston, who's playing outstanding Houston's defense rolling, right man. now. Yeah. They're the sixth seed in the AFC. Yep. Um, at Houston, home to Tennessee, at the Jets, and at Miami. So you can see maybe one more loss, maybe the Jets. Um, mm-hmm. I don't really see Houston getting them, even no. without Gronkowski. Um, but maybe one more loss. So they'll sit there at worst, maybe 14-2. and two. Yeah. Uh. They're fourteen and two without even trying. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tom Brady could take a couple weeks off, and they could beat the Eagles. Uh, Cincinnati and Denver um, are both nine and two, sitting at the two and three seed. 
they play at the end of the year and at mm, week that's 16 interesting. Uh-huh. yeah no week 17 that's not it? 17 cuz you have 16. to play a divisional game it's last week 16 week. Yeah. yeah so um in denver that could be for the bye which is huge bye bye week is so huge especially for a team um like cincinnati who like needs to be put into the second round right. with the success or lack thereof they've had in the first round not going to win a playoff game. Not going to win a playoff game. No. Nope. Um, I, I, I think it helps uh, Denver more than it would help uh, Cincy. Cincy. Cincy, just because they would have more game planning time, you know, with a young, uh, with a you know, first year starter in Osweiler. Yeah. yeah. And I think they're a better team with Osweiler, mm-hmm. as I stated before. Mm-hmm. Going downfield. That's how they beat the Patriots last night. Yeah. Was going downfield. Yeah. It didn't start off so great, but no, it yeah. didn't. But because uh, I think they tried to play conservative. Mm-hmm. Kind of not to make mistakes, and you're not going to beat the Patriots. And if it wasn't like for a muff punt, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, Patriots win the game. And they cut him today. They cut him today. I don't <laughs> really know who's yeah. the but they like, leave it, go, yeah, man. leave it to the Patriots. Belichick had to take it out on somebody, man. Belichick doesn't play. No, no. I, you got to respect it though. That's I why he's the best it. coach. Man. I don't always agree with it, but I, I, I you can't not respect. Mm-hmm. What if if you don't do your job, he fires you. Yeah, man. Like, yeah. Yeah. And it should simple. be that way with any job. I like, agree. If you're not good yeah. at what you do, I should be able to just let you go. Right? What was homeboy's name last year? Ran for like almost 300 yards. And he was late the next Jarvis day. Jarvis Gray. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jonas Gray. Yeah. Jonas Gray. Uh-huh. And they cut him like the next day or something. Yeah. They didn't. Cut or, him. They didn't cut him. He just didn't play the rest of the year. He didn't play the rest of the year. Yeah. That was crazy, man. Well, I don't know what the deal is with these folks in alarm clocks, man, but it will cost you your job if you're late. Yeah, especially if you're running back. He's just like, where's LeGarrette Blunt? He <laughs> <laughs> seems like they always just who, pick who, that guy He's a good player, man. <laughs> yeah, he is. Uh, so it's interesting in the AFC. My Kansas City Chiefs, right, are sitting there. With one Hold on, what? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> let's, just, let's just roll with it. Let's just cut it off. Because um, like, they got some of your former Eagles. Well, they got Andy Reid, and I'll, and I'll always love that dude. And Macklin. You wanted to fire him, though. I remember. No, that. I did not want I'm to fire him. I'm just Calm down. Nope. <laughs> it's getting hot in here, man. Uh, but they're sitting at the five seat. No team has ever started off one and five and made the playoffs. They've won five in a row, so they're sitting at six and five. They're there the are, hottest team, right? There are, uh, next to the Panthers, uh-huh. Yep. Mm-hmm. One, two, three, four, five teams in the AFC tied at six and five. Colts, Chiefs, Texans, Jets, and Steelers, right? Um, Of those teams... Right now, the Chiefs and Texans are the last two to get in. Uh, also, the Colts and Texans, I think the winner of the division will probably get in, not yeah. both of them. No. Uh, which one of those teams is? Steelers. I was, I was going to say yeah, P- yeah. Pittsburgh, but with Ben coming out with the concussion, I just don't know. Which I know he's been out pretty much half the year this year. Right. Still... I'm going to tell, tell you something funny. I was watching uh, watching Chicago Green Bay Thursday night, right? And they retired Brett Favre's number. Uh and then he came up in the booth and talked, which it's always fun to listen to Brett Favre talk. Oh, yeah. Because right? that dude just calls it like it is. He's country as hell. And he's just he's just fun to listen to talk. Anyone that tells the truth is always interesting to listen to. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about the Warriors in the league, you know. Um, talking about Rodgers playing hurt. and uh, It's like uh, Roethlisberger had a uh, – Roethlisberger was a warrior. Favre laughed. Yeah, because <laughs> I, I, I don't think it's, I don't think he was laughing at Roethlisberger being tough. It was a legit laugh. It wasn't a yeah. It laugh. was a chuckle. Yeah. It, it was. It was like it was like he could contain himself. <laughs> he misses three or four games a year. Like yeah. don't compare him to me. Right. You know what I mean? But that, that entertained me. And another thing, I'm gonna jump on it real quick. And we'll get back to the what really matters. Um, my favorite player growing up as a kid was Jim McMahon. Uh, and it was weird to me. So the Bears are at the Packers, and they're retiring Brett Favre's number. And McMahon's there. In a Green Bay uniform, 
which would have to drive. Like, if I were a Bears fan, it would drive me nuts. The only guy that's ever won anything. I'm sure he loved it, though. That's big man. He just. <laughs> he did. Yeah. Well, him and Brett Favre were, like, sort of best friends. Yeah, right. right. Brett Favre said it. Um, Brett Two Favre, of the coolest guys, man. Yeah, I, I love. So cool, both oh, of them. Absolutely, man. And Brett Favre, he had a a, a painkiller addiction or whatever he was battling in the late no, 90s when they no. won the Super Bowl. And McMahon really helped him through whatever. I didn't uh, know that, man. That's personal yeah. things he was yeah. going through. That and alcohol. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, they're best of friends. I just, I just thought that was like it would drive me nuts if they were retiring somebody for the Redskins and McNabb was there in a Redskins. <laughs> yeah, uniform. right. Like it was just, it would just drive me crazy. So, but back to it. So you see the Steelers as the best of the six and five teams. I think the Steelers, in my opinion, are the only team I think can challenge the Patriots at the end of the year. Like I think they'll the only, get I'm cooking. Sorry, the only six and five team, or the only team in the AFC. That's the only team I think it's serious contender. Even without Le'Veon Bell? I do think so. Best, Look at D'Angelo. D'Angelo's playing great. D'Angelo's probably one of the best pickups all year that anybody has made. Yeah, oh, he, he's been phenomenal. Yeah. But it's a plug-and-play thing, I think. But he's not Le'Veon Bell. No, nah, of course not. Le'Veon's top but, five running back. But he is more than commendable piece. Yeah. But but as a, but as a, but as a whole, I don't know. I think Denver, of course, still gives a, a shot at him. Yeah. I yeah, mean, you what? can't deny it after – well, the yeah, night game, I, but. No, I'm not speaking just on on just because of last night's game. I like their defense. I don't trust Osweiler in the playoffs. You can't. He hasn't well, proven. He has anything. nothing proven. Yeah, yet. right. You can't. But hell, neither did Tom Brady when he started, and Roethlisberger and all these guys. Yeah, you know, man. I mean, you got to prove yourself. He's not. Un, he's unproven. Not that he like Andy Dalton's come up short. Yeah, we, I still want to go on the record though. I think Pittsburgh is the team that's going to clip them. Tim in the playoffs. Denver. Denver, the best team against the Patriots. Yeah, yeah. I still think the Patriots are going to win. I'm, I'm yeah, well, it's hard sorry to go for hijacking your question. You had a totally yeah, different. Yeah. Uh, no, it's cool, man. You know, because yeah. the important part is who we all agree that the Patriots are the best team in the AFC, the NFL, yep. but the AFC. Mm-hmm. And so the important part: who can beat the Patriots? Right. We don't think Cincinnati. No, you know, Cincinnati is no, a very fraud. good, well-rounded team. Yeah. We don't trust the quarterback situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tim thinks Denver. You think Pittsburgh? Still think Pittsburgh. Yeah, I I, I would lean towards more towards Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. but uh. I don't know, man. I think I don't. Think I still it, think Patriots are they should. They're going. They're going to yeah. win. Yeah, I don't want to throw that out there. Uh, if Denver can run the ball and control the clock, mm-hmm. uh, I think they can compete with them. Um, they ran the ball well Sunday night, man. Um, I was a little surprised by that because Patriots have a good run defense. They do. They have a good defense overall. Yeah. They just give up big plays, mm-hmm. which comes when you play a lot of man to man. Yeah. Uh, I like Kansas City, but without their running back situation i like their i like kansas city's defense mm-hmm. they're getting better all, other, than, the other than houston's defense but i don't like houston as a team as a whole yeah. i like kansas city's defense as the other guys they can compete a little bit yeah but i don't see them being able to put enough points up to compete with the patriots over in the nfc um carolina's running away with 11 and 0 mm-hmm. and they're they are demolishing people. Okay, you talk about Golden State losing their next game. Do, do you for, forecast a Carolina? Okay, Carolina, absolutely. I have at the Saints, mm-hmm. they got the Falcons, at the Giants, at the Falcons, and then Tampa Bay at home. Man, that's pretty easy. Wow, sir. Yeah, yeah. man, because, I mean. A lot of division games still, though. Yeah, yeah and it, but, garbage, but it's not going to matter as no, far as anyone catching them. Bad division, yeah. Because <laughs> uh, Atlanta was 4-0, 5 and 5-0. Five and one. Yeah, they, I really thought they, they were going to do. And now they're do six well. and six, yeah. or six and five. They're falling what, off. Whatever there. it is, they're, they're one of those teams that if they make the playoffs, they're going to lose first round or first. They are first right. game. They are, man, and they're not really no worth faith. talking about. Uh, is Minnesota a contender? 
Yes. Uh, I think they're – I don't think they're a contender to go to the Super Bowl. Are they, no. But no. Who, who – okay, I, I asked the same question NFC. Chris Johnson's down in Arizona. This kills their shot of beating Carolina to me. Uh, who has the best shot of beating Carolina? I'm going to say – we'll say Minnesota. Okay. Uh, I don't really want to say the NFC East winner, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's Washington or New York, because uh, I don't see either one of them beating Carolina anyway. No. Uh, Seattle, Green Bay, who – Seattle or Green Bay? I, I, I was going to say, I'll never count out Aaron Rodgers as bad as that. If they can make the playoffs, I'll, I'll never probably count against him. But you see, though, they're hurting without Jordy. Yeah. Man. They're hurting without him, and they're just struggling overall as a team. Right. Over the last month or so, you know? Mm-hmm. Other than the Minnesota win, which was a big win, yep. then you bounce right back and lose at home to Chicago, who's playing Chicago's really, really good football. Yeah. That yeah. whole division's kind of coming on. Detroit's yeah, playing better. Like yeah, The man. only team that's struggling is Green Bay, really. Yeah, and – we still think they're the best team to compete. Right. Because they have the best player, <laughs> yeah, Rodgers, the man. They have the best quarterback, man. Yeah. Uh, I, wouldn't, okay. I wouldn't count out Seattle either, though. That's what I was thinking, too. Yeah, Just, I think why? Seattle. Why? Because they're not the team they were no. over the last couple of years. The defense isn't as good, and they don't have Marshawn Lynch, even though your boy Rawls is, is, is Russell, rolling. Russell mm-hmm. Wilson, man, makes yeah. plays. Tim's yeah, got dude it. Dude just makes plays. Elite quarterback? Definitely. Yes. Uh, yeah. By elite, top five. Yes. Yeah. Uh, five ish. I don't think he's like above those other four guys. Probably he's better than Andrew Luck right now. Yeah, right now, yeah. Long term, I'm still rolling with Luck. Yeah, you would because you you know you don't want to give up on a dying fish. Um, <laughs> dying fish, <laughs> man, has one bad year. Injured, banged he, up all a, year. No, man, he's had a couple of seasons where they've been a little above average, and I think uh, you can't call him below average though. No, no, no. For what no, he's done, no, no. Man. I'm not calling him okay. below average. I'm saying he's done nothing great. Yeah, uh, I still think that franchise is not running it right, man. I said this last week that the front office guy should be ran out of town. You draft a receiver that is basically a carbon copy of T.Y. Hilton in the first round. So dumb. And then you signed Andre Johnson. You signed Andre Johnson, Frank Gore, Trent Cole. You signed all these guys that you think are just going to put you over the edge. Yeah, it's sexy stuff, man. You need to draft some right. offensive linemen and defensive linemen. That's say, why that team's losing. Are you really getting better with those picks? Nope, I'm, you're well, not. I'm going to say this as a franchise and whole. If your owner is the face of your franchise, yeah, it's Jerry not Jones look. in Dallas, Al Davis in Oakland, in our era, I'm not mm-hmm. talking about the 70s, Daniel uh, Snyder, like all those guys, yeah. Face of the franchise, they don't win championships, right. man. As much as I hate Dallas, if Jimmy Johnson would, wouldn't have got ran off, they would have won. They'd have won five Super Bowls um, in the nineties, man. Easy, man. because he would. He, Jimmy Johnson would not have just. Uh, he wouldn't have let Aikman and them get old. He would have reloaded. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. No. They'd have still been rolling. He wouldn't have stayed all that time, probably. But hate Cowboys like Jimmy Johnson. Yeah, Jimmy Johnson though. was. I've awesome, always liked yeah. Jimmy Johnson. I like him now. Yeah, I didn't like that dude then. It was hard. Yeah. <laughs> He was my Pete Carroll yeah. at the time. Okay, we're going to go over uh, – our time's getting a little restricted. I okay. don't want to um, go on a little too long, but we're going to finish this out. Um, we already went over Philadelphia, New England. We all know New England's going to win. Well, Tim thinks Philadelphia's going to win, but uh, we're not going to hold it against them. You really think that? I thought yeah. you were joking. No, oh, why, why do you think that? I, I, you just been playing so awful, and they're coming off uh, another loss. No Gronk. No real running game. I, mean, I, I know they're going to try to plug Blunt in and just try to get back to it. No Amadola. Well, here's the no funny thing. Idol, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring this up because you're right. The weapons are depleted. And for them. I think there's two or three players on defense as well that are bang, they are banged, banged up. up. And uh, I can't Jamie think of Collins. Yeah, one. yeah, that's the guy He's that's a really good yeah. uh, Teams that have gotten off to a good start, rather uh, Carolina, Cincinnati, Denver, um, Green Bay. When they lost, they lost two in a row. Mm-hmm. Each one of them. Uh, so that's that's interesting to look at. Yeah, um, that's a good, I don't good see factoid. It. But I think New England wins by a couple scores. Yeah. Um, 
Without the weapons, they'll just run the ball, run the clock out. It won't matter. Now, get to all these games that we're going to go over. I'm not going to say it over uh, every game. They all have playoff implications and are big games moving forward. Okay. Tim, I'm going to go. Tim, you answer first, CJ, and then I'll answer. We'll just keep that rolling instead of oh, me. I get to go pushing. last every time. No, you're going second. I'm going last, fool. All right. Atlanta at Tampa Bay. Who Tampa. You got? Tampa, man. All right. I'll take Atlanta. Um, we took them last week too. I'm gonna take them till they win. They can't lose every game. I'm bringing up year. all your losses this time, man. <laughs> all right, we're gonna edit that out. All right, all right. Uh, Seattle at Minnesota, Tim. Ooh, I'm gonna say Minnesota wins at home. Mm, tough one. Seattle, man. I I would go with Seattle as well because Bridgewater just so banged up. He seems to get knocked out of every game. Of and I thought uh, Pittsburgh would challenge him last week, but nah. I mean, they did challenge him, but. Uh, Seattle stepped it to the plate. Russell Wilson, yeah, five touchdowns. That was that was amazing. I'm gonna bring, I'm gonna bring this up. Uh, last week it was a big issue that Case Keenum got, yes. got dealt, uh, knocked down with a concussion and mm-hmm. didn't get the medical attention, the buzz down for him to come check him out. Yeah. Um, ben Roethlisberger, who now has been diagnosed with the concussion, took the 15 yard penalty. He looked like he was knocked out initially. Yeah. yeah. Um, he was punchy. So the rule is, guy's supposed to buzz down, check him for a concussion, take him out the game. Mm-hmm. But that was the last fourth quarter. That was a fourth quarter big drive. Yeah. And they didn't buzz down. Now, when they got the ball back, Landry Jones came in. Mm-hmm. Do you think uh, because of the situation in the game, the time of the game, that they didn't buzz down for that reason? Because it would have hurt the Steelers' chances altogether. Do you think that played a part in that? I think they just gave him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. You know? Me too. Yeah. He looked hurt, man, from the beginning. No, yeah, I, you called I, it when we were sitting on the couch and watching the game together mm-hmm. and you said it right off the bat. I wasn't even thinking about it, but yeah, no, he the, got his ass smacked. The, but, yeah, the, but yeah. how they're missing these plays is just outrageous. What do you mean? Like, it's week the, after week. Yeah, the, the case Keenum. Well, here's the case Keenum. Here's what I heard that the training staff for St. Louis ran on the field right away. The referees pulled them pushed off. them off, yeah, pulled them off because they didn't call them on the field. Well, from what from what it showed, one guy made it on the field, and they said the rest of the training staff was busy doing something else. <laughs> well, they're the Rams, and, and, and the one guy that was talking to him that they got on camera was it's asking freaking him a Case bunch of Keenum, man. What does it matter if he's in the game or not? You know, you just don't want to get sued when they retire. All right, Houston at Buffalo. Mm, Buffalo, CJ. Mm. That was a toughie. This is a tough one. I'm going to roll with Houston, man. They're hot. They're, they're rolling. They're, Buffalo's the kind of down. They're yeah. playing phenomenal. Uh, I expect Buffalo to get back on the winning road and um, winning ways and bump up to 6-6. Six and six. Kansas City at Oakland? Uh, Kansas City. Kansas City. I think sure. we're all in the same boat there. Even though Oakland can put up points. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, I'm not going to pick them in a big game just yet. Uh, we already discussed, we think, New Orleans won't compete with Carolina. No. Right? No. They won't handle the first half. I don't off, think so. Even in the Super Because I think Breeze and Peyton are on their way out. Yeah. Uh, by choice, not by, uh, by exile. Force. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're not being exiled out. Um, Colts at the Steelers. Colts with 4-0 Matt Hasselback. Tim? I'm going to roll with the Colts. Steelers, man. Yeah, I'll take Steelers as well. Even if Ben Rossberger don't play? That changes things Would that change it? Uh, I'll still roll Steelers. I'll go with Steelers at home. Yeah. Right? Regardless of quarterback situation. should have a big game running the ball against that defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, next Monday night, Dallas at Washington. Big game because every game in the NFC East matters because it goes from week to week. Who's, yeah. who's the top? Tim? Oh, man. I'm going to say Washington. Washington. It's hard to pick Dallas. They haven't won without Romo. There's no reason to think mm-hmm. they'll do it now. And I think they'll be on that uh, train of tanking. And Redskins are playing inspired football, yeah. man. They're they trying, you know. You know. Other than that, Carolina loss a few weeks ago, they've yeah. really been playing well. You got to chalk that up because mm-hmm. they're they're rolling everybody right. Yeah. right. Um, 
Plus, Cousins is my fantasy quarterback. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's all about, man. Uh, well, I think I think next week these playoff uh, pictures will be drastically different. Yes, um, and I'll be excited to talk about them because there's a. Right now, the NFL and college football are the hot topics. And oh man, it's fun, man! It's coming down the stretch. Yeah. A lot of movement. This is when it going matters, on. man. Once you hit yeah. Thanksgiving, man, it's all about football. Yeah, every little play matters. Uh, Which my team actually mattered, but yeah, well, right. you know, I'm in your my, club. mine too. Oh, all three of us, yeah. all three of us, Ooh. man. And you know, the bad part is, and I don't mean no offense, I had expectations, and uh, I'm gonna touch on this with Chip Kelly. Uh, and I didn't mean no shot at you guys, yeah. but y'all, I don't think y'all expected to make the playoffs. No, game, you had a right? shot to win the division. Yeah, coming off two uh, ten and six so seasons. They were talking about Tim Kelly, USC or the Tennessee Titans, right? Mm. Um, USC filled their position. I guess they didn't want to wait around. Couldn't take the chance in college. It's so important to hop right onto the recruiting and whatnot as soon as the season's well, over. As much as he doesn't want to be there and Philly don't want to be there, I'm sure somebody's already touched base with him. USC and I'm sure he turned the job down. You're probably right because mm-hmm. they already promoted. Yeah. Uh, yeah, their interim guy. Uh-huh. I, I could see him going to Tennessee with Mariota sitting there. Absolutely. Draft pick, some money, some Hell, compensation. He was, he's ready to, you know, pay him whatever they wanted for Mariota in the offseason. I said this to you, Tim, earlier, man. Like, if I were Philadelphia, like, I would pay somebody to take Chip Kelly <laughs> just to get rid of this situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's a joke, but I'm serious at the same time. Yeah, it's it. like having Tebow as your quarterback. There's too much hoopla going around, around the situation. Well, well, here's the problem I have with Chip Kelly. Uh, you give him full control of your like GM responsibilities. Mm-hmm. Um, Tennessee will not give him. He that. shouldn't have that. No, anymore. just coach, man. Yeah. And he might do a better job because. But here's the thing: I have a problem with him, man. You have his system has to have certain players and whatnot. When he had Andy Reid's players, he won the division, made the playoffs, mm-hmm. lost, but he won the made the playoffs. Second year, ten and six, didn't make the playoffs. So I don't care what your record is. If you don't make the playoffs, yeah. you lost. Yeah, and you lost every big game. And then this year, obviously, sitting at four and seven and getting smoked the last month, man. Yeah. Like you've been sitting there with an opportunity to take first place every game, mm-hmm. and this is the performance you put out, man. Don't show up against. Poor teams. Against teams you should be winning. Right. Like, all you have to do is put up over 20 points against Miami after having a two-score lead. Um, Tampa Bay should not put 45 points up on you. No. Uh, on any rushing, yeah. He's giving me a migraine. Um, but uh, I think Chip Kelly to Tennessee is flashy. I don't care for the Titans personally as a franchise because no. I think how they, they made the city look bad as a football city. Another bad owner, man. Bud and, Adams. Um, but – um, Chip Kelly, Tennessee, that'd be not nice uh, for Tennessee. Uh, good luck. I don't think Mariota's uh, going to be a premier quarterback in the league, but I wish him luck. I don't wish anyone to fail. I like Mariota. Unless they're wearing a star on their helmet. Uh, even then, you know, I wish the best of luck. I don't want I don't want anyone to fail because someone's hurt. You know, yeah, luck. let's line them up, everybody healthy, yeah. and see who's better. Best team wins, man. Yeah. Uh, anything you want to add, Tim? Uh, no. CJ? No, I think I'm good, man. What, what about the Grizzlies? Anything you want to add about the Grizzlies? They're playing well. The only loss, uh, they lost to Atlanta, which I took my daughter to to the game the other day. How was that, man? So, you didn't it, really talk to me about that. It was fun. Because uh, this is what happened, right? They played at 7 o'clock. Is this our first game? Or? First game. At oh, the Grizz- she's stuff. been to Tiger Games. Yeah. Uh, but not the Grizzlies. And um, so I get a message about 6.30 if I want to go to the game. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, uh, sure. So I, I say, I say, you want to go watch the Grizzlies play? She's like, no. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like man you don't ever do what i want to do and i'm like wait a minute i'm the dad you're going to the game you yeah know? 
I had so, a similar situation. My daughter thought she was going to be playing basketball at the yeah. game, so she got kind of upset. But then after an <laughs> hour or so of talking, I talked to her and go and said, "Well, here's the funny part: I didn't have that much time, so yeah. I'm, I'm convincing her on the way there. <laughs> trying You're to find like, what do I need to buy you? I'm, I'm trying to find the tickets on my phone. It's, uh, it was a big ordeal. I got there with about three minutes left in the first quarter. I saw the Vince Carter shot; that was pretty cool. Nice. So she's sitting there and she's looking at the big board. Uh, the Grizzlies are winning, Daddy, 39 to 35, whatever the score was. Mm-hmm. Grizzlies are still winning. They, she gave me a score update every two minutes. Yeah. Right? And then when the Hawks took the lead, she's like, Daddy, the Grizzlies ain't winning. <laughs> the Hawks must be cheating. <laughs> That's not how it works. But all in all, she had a good time. But, uh, the I, apple I, doesn't I, far fall from the tree. <laughs> <laughs> well, I never accused anyone of cheating that wasn't cheating. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so the Grizzlies are sitting right where they were. We'll probably try, try to talk more of them next week to open the show. Yeah, it's going to be more and more important as football winds down. As it winds down, but football is what we got. What we got to touch on, and yeah. uh, I appreciate anyone that's listening. I appreciate you guys for coming on, Thanks Tim for and CJ. Me. Fun show, uh, and hopefully we can do this again next week. Um, we were supposed to discuss NBA. Don't know if we're supposed to be here. He had priorities come up, and I always say priorities first, man. You know, uh, if you can make it great, there's always other shows. So. Um, make it when you can and we'll have great shows. Uh but thank you guys so much for coming. Thank you everyone Thanks for listening. Thanks for having us. Um you can find us at the OEMnetwork.com backslash Q Sports if you just want my a lot of other great podcasts on the They network. are, man. Very yeah. entertaining. Uh and it, it touches on a different variety of things. So the whole network does the best network in the territory. Once again, thank you guys for coming. Thank you thank you everyone for listening. Uh Right now, I always touch on something serious. I don't really have a lot on my mind, uh, but I will say this. uh, Don't quit until it's over, just like this show. I had fun. Uh, Talk to you next week. I'm out. Peace. This podcast is a production of Ohm Audio and the Ohm Network. For more information, go to theoamnetwork.com.